Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Presence of the Lord is here. I want us to be attentive and let's reverence his presence, all right? Do you like the atmosphere already? Okay. It's either we keep it or we lose it. It it depends on us. So let's keep it, okay? Don't allow, uh don't be allowing pens to fall, distractions here and there. It drives, you know, I'm a prophet, I'm telling you this. It's not every man of God that is very sensitive. To some extent, I won't even say it is with prophet, but it is with people that spend a lot of time with the Holy Ghost. You know, because he has his ways of doing things. The little distractions. The Bible says that the the flies, they spoil the apothecary. They spoil the ointment. The little things, they drive away the Holy Spirit. When you, you see, it's not everywhere that his presence is. God is everywhere, but his manifest presence is not everywhere. So once you lay hold on his presence, you do everything to keep it. You do everything to keep it. And he's real. Trust me. He's real. Say, Holy Spirit, you are here. You are real. You didn't come to see me. You came because of him. If you came because of me, then you've missed it. You came because of him. You know, I was so in, in a rush. You guys were building the atmosphere. I was in a rush. I was, I was running. Even when I was talking to him, I, I was in a rush. I said, Holy Spirit, let's go, let's go. He said, hey, hey, you've forgotten your watch. <laughs> then I checked and I said, okay, there's no watch. And I was looking for it. He said, open the drawer, he's in. He was exact. That's what he does. He's all real. I don't know about you, but he's all real. He's the best friend you can ever have. He's the bestest friend. If there's anything like that. <laughs> can I give you 30 seconds? And I want you to be conscious he's here with you. And talk to him. Tell him, Holy Spirit, reveal your word to me. Reveal Jesus in your word to me. Don't let me live here today empty. Holy Spirit, let's listen together. Teach me. Open my spirit up. The eyes of my understanding. Let it be enlightened. May I not just be a church goer. May I experience reality? 
This is your humble cry. God has left his Holy Spirit here for us. Oh, amazing. Amazing. All right. In Jesus' name. Have you spoken with him? Then today you understand, Keke. All right. Welcome to the Fruitness service. My name is Prophet Daniel Jedu. I am the errand boy for the Holy Ghost. And I'm here to open my mouth for the Holy Ghost to use. To tell you the mysteries of Christ. Are you ready to listen as his his poem? Alright, so this morning we are talking about born from the resurrection. Born from the resurrection. How many of you know you were born from the resurrection? Thank you. Hmm. We thank God now we understand what the gospel is. What's the gospel? And what is in the gospel? The righteousness. Hmm. What is in the gospel? Righteousness and what? And true holiness. Oh, you people. <laughs> For therein is the righteousness of God. So what is in the right what is in the gospel? The righteousness of God. Not anybody's righteousness. If you leave it to righteousness, then maybe it's mine that I will give to you. But me, I don't have way. We are all depending on the righteousness of God. Can you see it? If you don't come to church, you won't understand what we are saying. So we are continuing. If you were here from Friday, you will, you will know that we are continuing. Oh, Jesus. How many of you know Jesus was born again? He was born again like you. How many of you know that? I won't ask you which scripture. I'm only asking you. You know Jesus was born again? The question is, why was he called the son of God? Yet he had to be born again to be son of God. Okay. As a human being. Come for the mic and stand here. Just preach to them. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You see, he was once upon a time called the only begotten son. But today he is not called the only begotten son. He came from heaven as the son of God. But he had to be born again. Just like today everybody is born again and become a son of God. So Jesus also became a son of God. I know your head is like that. But we'll get into the scriptures and we'll find the benefit of the resurrection. Okay? Yes, sir. Alright, let's read from John chapter 3 verse 13. I know the popular one is the verse 16 you know. Which speaks of Jesus being the only son of God. Only begotten son. Only begotten son. And no man hath ascended up to heaven. But he that came from heaven even the son of man which is in heaven there is something here 
The Bible is saying two things here. He said, and no man hath ascended to heaven, but he that came down. Look at it. He that what? From where? Even the son of man, which is Can you see the light? The Bible says that he is the son of man that came from heaven, but he is in heaven. So when Jesus was walking on the earth, he was in heaven. That's the same thing that has happened to you. In the flesh, where are you? But in the spirit, where are you? You are seated on the right hand. Now, follow me swiftly and patiently and nicely and everythingly. Because I want you to understand that everything that happened to Jesus and everything Jesus is today, you are. And there's no difference between the two of us. So here, the Bible says that a man can be on the earth at the same time, he can be in heaven. So Jesus, that came from heaven, as he was in the flesh, so here the Bible used the son of man. The son of man represents the fleshy, bodily form of Jesus. Yet, he said, which is in heaven. Okay? And no man hath ascended up unto heaven, up to heaven, but he that came from heaven, he that came from heaven, meaning he came from heaven, he has come. Even the son of man, in other words, who came? The son of man. So you are looking at the son of man. This guy, he came from heaven. So you are seeing him, yet he is in heaven. That's what happened to you. That's why he was quoting Romans chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. That Jesus according, you know, to the flesh, he was born from David as flesh. Yet, he was announced in the spirit, in the verse 4. He was declared what? To be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness and resurrection from the dead. Okay. We will not rush it. So, let's continue verse 14. So, when they say you will lose your salvation, when you are afraid you won't go to heaven, it is it's because of lack of knowledge. Because you are already seated. The only person that the Bible ever recorded he was thrown down was Lucifer. And from then, we had never heard anything. Anytime you hear somebody is coming, the Bible says he descends. He came from heaven. But we are seated. We are raised together with him. And we are made to sit. You are already seated. Your seat is already assured. We are just waiting to get out of this body and then we go to where we already are. So the born again is not supposed to be afraid of heaven. But today, when you talk about heaven, rapture, and then people, you know, their heart are beating because they see themselves as everything here. Your spirit is in heaven. Your soul has been anchored. You are just waiting for your body to... So today you can decide to go. Now, just come out of this body. I know how to show you. And then you go. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man, what? Be lifted. Son of man. I want you to notice the word. Son of man son of man. He was talking about the bodily fleshy part of Jesus. Okay. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. But have eternal life. 
Then your favorite scripture. For God so loved the world that he his now for God to give means he had the only begotten son was with him. So he must give. Can we start from there? Okay. Because I'm sharing with you that Jesus was the only begotten son. The only begotten son of the father. And he was with the father. So the father gave him. Do you remember Romans 4.25? He said he was given unto us. He was given unto us for our offenses. So the son of God, Jesus, the only. There was nobody else that was the son of God. Not He was the only. So the Bible gave an adjective. Only. Only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. Go on. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but he that but through that the world through him might be saved. Then 18. He said again. He that believeth not on him is he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he had not believed what? In the name of the only begotten son. So when it comes to salvation, nobody can have salvation through me. Even though I am a son today. You can only have salvation only in the begotten. But the story has changed. Which we will see very soon. So here, we can see the Bible says the only begotten son. Go to John 1, 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we saw his glory. Okay. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the full of grace and truth. So here the Bible is replete talking about the only begotten. The only begotten. Now, here he's talking about Jesus that came from the Father. Are you with me? Now, in Romans chapter 1 verse 3, let's read it. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made. So here he is now coming to tell you that this only begotten of the father, before he came, he was the only begotten. When he came into the world, okay, he took on two selves. Flesh as 100% and God as 100%. Yet, he had to be born again to become a son of God even though he was 100% God. This is where the whole thing lies. If you don't understand this one, you will never understand um, um, resurrection. You will never understand resurrection. So here, the Bible is giving you who Jesus was. He was flesh 100%. How? Because you see, his birth was divine. God planned it in such a way that no man's sperm would have anything to do with a childbirth. What it means is that Mary only 
was an incubator where body is formed. You see, your mother gave you body. Your body comes from your mother. Okay? So they will say the life comes from your father. Life comes from your father. Yes, life comes from your father. The blood. It comes from your father. But the body comes from your mother. So when Jesus had to go through Mary, God had to put Joseph away. Remember, it was for it was divine that they were not fully married until God used Mary. Do you get it? So, for a child in our world to come out, it has to be two people. So, Mary was one party and the other party must be someone. So, Mary provided the body. So, she asked, how is it possible since I have not, I'm not married to Joseph, how can I be pregnant? Because Mary understands the human logic that I cannot be pregnant without a man. Then the, spirit of, then the angel said, don't worry. The Holy Spirit shall overshadow thee. You see, the Holy Spirit shall overshadow thee. So here, the, the Bible is giving us a glimpse that Jesus' father is the Holy Ghost. I think when you go to Matthew, is it one eighteen or so? He says that, and he was the son of the Holy Ghost. Jesus is called the son of the Holy Ghost. Because the, look at this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with Now, if it was a man, they would have sent the child of Kojo Menu. You get it now? So here, yeah, the Bible is telling you that the Holy Ghost is his father. The Holy Ghost is his father. And the same way, the Holy Ghost is your father today because he gave birth to you. Look at John 14, 10. Jesus mention his father again. He said, the words that I speak, okay, he said, believe that not that I am in the father and the father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. And we know this is the Holy Ghost. You know why? Because God the father is on his throne. He doesn't move. God the Father moves by the Holy Ghost. God the Father is able to reach us by the Holy Ghost. So here, when he was referring to the Holy Ghost, uh, to his Father, he was talking about the Holy Spirit of God. Okay? I've taught you that Jesus is also called Father. The Father is Father. And the Holy Spirit is also called Father. So here, Jesus was, now, Jesus was referring to himself as the flesh. But there was a spirit in him. That spirit is his father. You, your father works with you. Our father, he resides in us. That's the difference between the born again and the unbeliever. Now, when you lie too much and you are unbeliever, 
The Bible even ascribed that you are your father is the devil. But he's not with you. He's also in you. So, in the spirit, fathers reside in us. So they can have total control of us. Didn't you look at this? He said, the words I speak. I speak unto you. I speak not of myself. But the father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. In other words, he causes me to speak. And when I speak, he performs what I have said. Can you see this? That's why the Bible told you that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Not your own words. That's why you, you shouldn't pray your mind. See, when you are closer with the Holy Spirit, he gives you the words to speak. And when he speaks, he will do it. Alright, so that is about the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit gave birth to Jesus. It's amazing. When you understand the Godhead, and you'll be confused. But the Holy Ghost gave birth to Jesus. Okay, Mary provided the body so that a man full of spirit can come out into our world. Because you see, a spirit has no right to enter this world. Because the Bible says that the earth, the heavens belong to God, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. So you, you have to be a son of man to come and reside in this world. That is why when we cast out devils, they don't belong here. So when you cast them out, they only have one place where they are supposed to gather, hell. So when you say, in the name of Jesus, get out. They go to hell. One example was when Jesus cast out the legend out of the madman, they didn't want to go to hell. They still wanted to be on the earth. So they said, Jesus, don't cast us into hell. Allow us to enter the swine. Can you see that? And they entered. But Jesus had a good plan. When they entered into the, into the swine, they entered into the sea and died. So they didn't have a living body. They will end up there in hell. That's what some people say they entered into the fish. The Bible never said that. <laughs> yeah, don't be teaching some people teach things oh anyway they teach things now annoying the kind of person who has had who is popular there are millions of people that will believe it that's why you must know the truth okay when God gives you congregation yesterday I was telling you about gangrene Friday you see, numbers does not mean you have the message. It's only ignorant people. Bishop Oedepo posted when he started ministry, his wife even, at a point, he, he, when you look at the wife's face, he was asking, is it the call? You know why they used to have church? Long tennis court. Like, few people. But he was excited. He's, he's doing everything like, then he said something. He said, I am not doing this because of crowd. I am doing this because of the purpose. So he was focused on the purpose and not the crowd. And when you are not, when you are focused on the purpose, God brings the crowd. Otherwise, everybody forces to have the crowd. Because it is believed that when you have the crowd, then it's a good place. Alright. Romans 1.3 So concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed 
of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God. And declared to be the son of God with what? Power. According to the what? Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. What? There's a clue here. He's telling you here that the son of God came about by the resurrection. Are you seeing something here? Okay. Where were you born? You are a son of God. Where were you born? Yes, I know you came from resurrection, but where were you born? <laughs> I'm just tricking you. No. You were born in resurrection. And you came out of resurrection. That's what happened to you. Can you see this? Acts chapter 13 verse 33. Now, if you, if you understand this, don't ever get sick again. Okay? God had fulfilled the same unto us. Their children in that he had raised, look at it, he had raised up Jesus again. As it is also written in the second psalm, thou art my son, this day have I this gave us the clear picture that Jesus was born again when he was raised. So in the resurrection, Jesus was born again and he came out. Can you see this? Yes, sir. Now, it is not the spirit that was born again. Let me put it this way. He was a man that had a soul and spirit that came into the world. So, it is a humanity that God wanted to glorify. That is why he was never called Christ for a long time. Even the word, the name Christ was a mystery and when Peter mentioned it, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed to you. All they knew him was Jesus. Because Jesus was the body that contained the Godhead. You see? But what Jesus came to do was to bring humanity back to God. So he himself must come in the form of humanity. So, he will show us the way how humanity can be glorified. So, the Jesus that was raised from the dead was the Jesus in humanity. The Jesus that, that took upon himself the flesh of man. And you know I will quote Romans 8.3. For what the Lord could not do in that he was weak to the flesh, God sent in his own son in the likeness of what? Sinful flesh. So, he came in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin. Now, Jesus came, took upon the flesh of man. In Philippians chapter 2 from verse 6, the Bible said the same thing. He did not, you know, decide to lay hold on equality with God. But he took upon what? The guise of men. Who being the form of God, taught in no robbery to be equal with God, 
but made himself of no reputation and took upon what? The form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. Now, Jesus came not for spirits. He came for men. So he had to be a man. Why? Because the one that introduced sin into the world was not a spirit. The one that brought sin into the world. The Bible says that through sin, through man, sin, one man, sin entered into the world. And through another man, eternal life came. In other words, sin was taken and life was brought. Can you see this? Please understand this. And I'm saying that after this understanding, don't get sick. Because you have been trained for a long time to always think you are 100% this one. You are 100% flesh. So, everything that happens to fleshy people must happen to you. But you see, the day you receive Jesus into your heart, that is when the Bible says you are not a mere man any longer. You are not just a commoner. You are not just a common man. You are a glorified man. You have tasted of what Jesus tasted. Can you see this? Okay. So Jesus was raised from the resurrection. In the resurrection, that is where he was born. He was begotten from the dead. In other words, his, his born again took place in the resurrection. What is resurrection? See, resurrection takes place from death. Okay? Do you remember Jesus became a sinful flesh? Okay. And he became sin for the world. Is that correct? Which means there is only one place he was headed. Where? Death. How many of, of you have planted maize before? Okay. The grain, if you have four grains in your hands, is useless. There's nothing you can do with it. You can't go and four. You can't take it to the mill. You can't crush it and eat. You can't, I don't know what you will do with it. If you leave it there, it will be eaten and destroyed. Please understand this. So what do you do? God has given us inherent wisdom that you dig the ground and you put it there. For what? For it to die. But after some time, you will see something green coming out. In the spirit, the color green stands for resurrection, new life. I'm just sharing with you. Maybe one day you are praying and you see green flashes, like, like on Friday. You know, you begin to see angels or colors or whatever. You just know that this is resurrection. Something about resurrection is happening. But you will not appreciate it because you don't understand. Okay. Now, after some time, you see green and then the thing is coming. Now, what has happened to the, the green is that the green is seeing resurrection. Now, when it is coming out, it is not like before. It is not like before. You realize that when it grows, it yields more than the four you put in the ground. The fruit that is on the maize, when you take one of them, you have thousands of or hundreds of grain 
seat on the cup. But you put four there. What does it tell you? Out of resurrection comes plenty. Out of resurrection comes newness. Out of resurrection comes freshness. Out of resurrection comes everything new and plenty. Much more than your mind. So if you are wise, you will not eat everything. You will take some. Initially, you had only four grain. You were able to plant at one point. Now you have a, a cup, okay, that has more than 100. So you can now sow more, the distance. And after some time, all of them will begin to grow again. What happens now? What it means is that, thank you, Holy Spirit. What it means is that you are not having one plant coming out. Now you are having as many as you did. Oh, Jesus. The reason why you must understand the resurrection because you can keep adding to it. And the more you keep adding to it, the, the more you see increase. The reason why we eat the communion is because of the resurrection. Can you see this? <laughs> oh, Jesus. When it is Easter, I don't know what we teach. <laughs> Seriously, when it is Easter, I don't know what we teach. We begin to talk about the blood, but even that one, I don't know. Resurrection. Amazing. You see why things shouldn't finish in your hands? Money shouldn't finish in your hands? Food shouldn't finish in your house? You see, what you don't know, you can't empower. The reason why when you, because you are, you, you came out of resurrection and what should happen to you is plenty. Can somebody renew mine right now? So you lay hold on money and you say this cannot finish because I proceeded from resurrection and there is plenty. You see, it's a new life of plenty. Otherwise, you will live life as people that die. So everything around you begins to die. Money dies. Everything dies. Because you see, if it is not out of resurrection, it has only one place, death. We are the only species that came out of death. Never to die again. That is why the life of the believer must be so different from the unbeliever. But why? Today when you put a believer here and an unbeliever, it looks like they are the same. Why? They both have ignorance. See, when you understand resurrection, you will not accept, and we will pray that before we leave, you will not accept certain things that has been happening. I didn't know, but now I know. And so whatever ought not to be must live. Can you see this? Why is it that when you plant the maize and it is growing and you have other weeds coming around it, you pick, you take cutlass and you weed off the weed because that is not what you are expecting. If you joke and you leave the weed, it will kill that thing. So you don't allow weed around you. The reason why things are getting spoiled is because there are weeds around it. And because you lack knowledge, you are not weeding the wheat out around it. Tread them off and watch your seed. Keep putting water. Keep speaking the word. Keep eating communion. Keep speaking the word. Tell yourself you are, you are born of God. You are a son of God. You see, the more you say you are a son of God, you are giving credence to where you came from because sons of God were born from death. From the resurrection. Can you see this? Oh. 
Look at it. He was declared to be. How many of you are sons of God? Then your mindset should tell you that I was born from the resurrection. And if I'm born from the resurrection, I am different. Maybe I used to live, you live, you, you, I mean, from, from, you were not born again and, and in your family house, things were bizarre. Things were not going the way they were supposed to go. The day you receive Jesus, there must be a change. Unless you don't understand. Otherwise, you will be like them. When you have everything, every resource to be different, you'll be living life like them, thoughts like them. But you must change. Because the new you is born for plenty. The day you grow a corn and it comes up and you see four, like the same thing you, you planted, there's something I've not seen that before. Maybe it's in another world. Is that correct? You plant one mango seed. But after some time, you see mangoes. Plenty. Few seeds of apple. Few seeds of, okay, not in Ghana. Of oranges. You see, of orange seeds. You begin to see fruit of oranges. Now, can I take you to the next level? Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Daniel Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries so many people are listening to prophet daniel jedu's podcast on podbean and many have received testimonies by listening we want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com you were made to from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed